We're recording. We're recording live. All right, welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter, and with me as always is... Maddie, hello there. Hello, hello. That's is that's like your intro voice now. Hello there. You said that last time. Um, and My since Obi-Wan this is the beginning, I, what? My Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, that's what that is. Yes, it is. All right. Uh, anyway, since this is the beginning, and I realized like every time we get to the end that I should say all of this stuff at the beginning instead of at the end, you can always find us online at recordinglivepodcast.com. Hit us up on uh, Twitter. It's like rec live podcast, uh, message us on Facebook recording live podcast, uh, or email us. Hello at recordinglivepodcast.com. Uh, just in case, you know, people don't listen to the end and have never heard that information. There it is. Uh, if you have to do it at the beginning, I agree (laughs) because we trail on and we go on too long and then we kind of just get burned out and we don't want to say it. So yeah, uh, uh, well, it's best. And, and we're not going to go too long tonight. This is actually yeah. we just did an episode a week ago. But I, I asked Dexter if we should do another one because we're doing this a week before Christmas. Yeah. Our regular schedule would be the day after Christmas. And I don't have any plans that weekend, but uh, we don't know what's going to happen. I know it, it's going to be the holiday weekend. So we're going to take. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off and just get one of the get because we're going to what we split the the last one into two parts. We're going to get this one out of the way and then we'll probably be good for a couple weeks without needing to record unless we just want to. Actually, yeah, I don't know. I think we ended that last one. I need to still edit it, actually. Um, I don't know that I'm going to split it into two or not. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think we, had, yeah. It, the, we we've been we've been making two hour episodes lately. I know. So I don't think it's that it's, big of a deal. Uh, the was one hour and then it's just kind of trailed off. And uh, but yeah, yeah, I think I, I, when I, I when I went upstairs last week, uh, my wife was surprised because she expected it to last longer. So yeah. I think we're fine. I think it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, yeah. And I mean, this one's not, gonna, this one shouldn't be too bad because we're just going to do some chit chat about holidays and things like that. And yeah. um, I only get one day off this weekend. So I'm oh, going because of Christmas. Yeah. I got to work on Monday. Uh, oh, I got, got to get people their fix. Yeah, usually we don't work extra on Christmas time, but we're pretty short-staffed, and so um, I've got to pull in an extra day uh, this week. So, But that's okay because I'm taking off next Saturday, so I get a four-day weekend. Next Saturday, so the day after Christmas? Yep, I'm taking – I have uh, – Dexter and I chatted about this a little before we started recording, but uh, I have one day of vacation time left for 2020, so – I managed to uh, convince my bosses to let me take uh, 26th off. So it'll give it'll let me finish off the year with no extra time and Mm -hmm. just give me a little long weekend. Don't have anything going on, but maybe it'll give me a time to uh, play my retro game console because I'm not going to lie. I haven't fired that thing up in over a month. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, I was just thinking about that because my son has been. Uh, watching a lot of uh, Mario stuff on YouTube, he knows more about Mario than I do, um, which is weird. You know what? Like, I, you know what Beckett would love. Right. I bet he would probably love this. Um, Nintendo just released uh, a Game and Watch. Oh, I saw that. Yes. I, I wasn't. I don't even know what that is. It looked like it was just like a handheld. 
it was like Super Mario One, maybe? Or yes. It, yeah. Okay. Uh, Game and Watch is one of the Nintendo's first little handheld things. It was just like oh, those okay. kind of cheap uh, uh, little game systems that we we would have as kids, just with one game on them that you you just like. It, it was like a, oh, it so like, it's like Tiger Electronics. Okay. Yes. However, this is actually a full LED screen. It's mm-hmm. got um, it's got Super Mario Brothers, and then it's got three little small games on it too. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Games, and mm-hmm. that's all it has. You can't add games to it. It doesn't have a slew of them. But yeah, it's a small little handheld thing with the first Super Mario Brothers, and it's like fifty bucks. I've seen yeah. like I've seen them all over the place, and I uh, Lee has wanted to get one just because he's a big Mario fan. I even thought about picking one up and. Uh, giving it to my sister for christmas mm. but i know that she would love it but she's always bummed when she gets these kind of things and finds out you can't add stuff to it <laughs> like well, she has like, the classic snes and uh, uh we got that for her for christmas she loves it but she just wishes that it could hook up to the internet and download more that download would be so more nice honestly well and that's what i was just about to talk about uh well, uh, the the classic – or, or not the classic NES, um, and I was playing it with Beckett. So, yeah, since he watches so much Mario, he's been asking to play Mario instead of Minecraft lately because I usually – we'll, like, play a little Minecraft together, uh, like, once a week on the weekend for, like, an hour maybe, um, which usually just is him bossing me around, and he gets – well, like, <laughs> we usually are just hunting for Bluestone – or what's it uh, – it's not even called bluestone. We call it bluestone. Is it um, the blue stuff that you mine? Lapis lazuli. Oh, uh, lapis. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, so we're usually looking for that because he just really likes the color blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we always end up with just like an insane amount of redstone, and that's about it. Uh, and a little bit of blue of the bluestone. And I've been like, I've started my own like weird herd of sheep and cows, and it's just. I need to keep like expanding my fence because I there's just so many because I just keep feeding them hay. Uh, Same thing. It's glorious. It's so it's just so creepy. I kind of want to just make a sword and just go slaughter all of them. I do it all the time. <laughs> I uh, uh, in my world, God, I, my Xbox crapped out. I haven't been able to do anything. And yeah, uh, I need to get you that power cord to see if it I know. Works. I don't know if I, I'm not sure if it will work, but it might. Yeah, I need to take care try. of that, but. I love playing – like, I fire at Minecraft maybe once a year, and I'm mm. so confused by it because it's updates all the time. But yeah. um, I fired it up, and usually I build a nice big house, a two-story house with a finished basement. And in the back, I create a very large fence, and I split it into three separate um, sections, uh-huh. cows, pigs, and chickens. Oh. I just and, let them – they're all together. They just mix. Oh, Oh, I split them up, and I usually get two of each in there, and then I just start massively inbreeding them, and then I will go in and I will slaughter (laughs) all the four of each and take all their goods and (laughs) get all the resources I can, and then I just continuously breed them until I get enough, and I just – uh, it's just rinse and repeat. (laughs) Right, yeah, and it's getting to the point where I probably just need to, yeah, harvest – the leather, I guess. Um, what was I going to say? I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's weird because I, I don't think I'd played Minecraft in a couple of years. And uh, and all of a sudden, Beckett was just really interested in it. So I just said, hey, let's go start it up. And I think I was like – I had a little bit of time before. And so I just built like a little like three-story castle. And 
uh, I just wanted to show him like all these things, like all the different things. And so like I built like a tower as tall as like, like just a single column tower until it wouldn't let me go anymore. And oh, then I yep. just like, and then I just dropped hot lava at the top and like jumped off <laughs> into some water. And so now I'm like, I just have like five of these like lava towers cause he thought they were cool, yep. uh, which has turned out really nice. Cause when I like wander around the map and I get lost and I That's just find it. Like, yeah. I just look <laughs> for the lava towers and I'm like, Oh, there's my house. Yep. Um, and then uh, I had the creatures on for a while, and it which is so yeah, which is funny because like you know it's been a couple years since I played it, and I was just playing, and I was being pretty careful about not you know running into creatures too much, and all of a sudden uh, I think his name's Enderman just shows up behind me, scared the crap out of me. Oh yeah, the Enderman. Te- yep. I didn't know that there was a creature that could teleport. Oh, yeah, uh, the Endermen have been in for a long time. But, yeah, have oh, you never seen one or interacted with one? Oh, yeah. they're terrifying because if oh, you stare time. at them, they get aggroed and they just come uh, at you. You have to – if you look at their eyes, they don't like it when you look at their eyes. I, mean, I had to look scream. into them. Like, what the hell is this thing? And, yeah, if you look at their eyes, they, like, scream at you and start attacking you. But I didn't know that, so I just started attacking him. Uh, and then he killed me. So <laughs> – um, it, just because I didn't know what it was, and I I looked into it, and like I guess if you kill him, you get like a th- he'll drop something, and then you can he teleport. An, yeah, he it. gives you an Ender Pearl, which can let yeah. you teleport. And if you mix it with Blaze Dust, it'll make an Ender Eye, and it'll show you where a dungeon is that can tra- teleport you to uh, the end, which is where the End Dragon is. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yep. So I I I've, I I played Minecraft for probably two full years, and yeah. this was back in like 2013. I, I sunk hundreds of hours into the game and uh, I, I I played it uh, off and on for a while. I, I always looked forward to the new updates and I'd mess around mm-hmm. and then probably four years of just rarely playing it. Mm-hmm. And before my Xbox took a dump, I did fire it up a few months ago mm-hmm. and I was beyond confused. It yeah, there's... They've added so much stuff into yeah. it, all these different enemies and characters, yeah. and I'm just like, this is a little, this is a little anxiety driven for me. I can't play this game anymore. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, well, and Becky was getting really freaked out by all the creatures, uh, and even now, like I turned them off. It's on peaceful mode, uh, and he's still like, when I if it gets too dark, uh, he's just like, can you put some torches down? And I'm like, all right. Put some torches down or put, lay in a bed. Lay in a bed. I'll, I'll bring yeah. He's just like, can you go back to your bed? I'm like, okay. And uh, I, I I made a little garden of pumpkins and I have like way more pumpkins than I know what to do with now. But I was just, <laughs> I was making jack-o'-lanterns for light. Um, and I, I had so many pumpkins. I ended up making a, like a giant pumpkin out of them. <laughs> so I have, I have this like giant jack-o'-lantern. That's just a stack of other, of uh, other jack-o'-lanterns. Um, <laughs> But no, it's just uh, it's just such a meditative game to play. Oh, it's lovely. I it's have just the so soundtrack nice. that I sometimes the music, fall asleep yeah. to. The music is just so peaceful. Oh yeah, it's a peaceful game. Like especially playing on peaceful, like just to yeah. go into a mine and just get resources on peaceful yeah. is relaxing. It's kind of like how you know uh, that game Astroneer that we've talked about. Yeah, um, yeah, it's for just, sure. I I like certain games. I like zombie games. I like Halo games. I embrace these peaceful, nonviolent games. Nonviolent yeah. to a sense that you could still die in certain ways, but right, like just these. Sa- I love sandbox games, but I absolutely adore just games that you can just, you know, you have a long day or you just kind of tired, and you yeah. can just put on and you can kill an hour, pretty much, honestly, doing nothing. Right, just harvesting rocks. 
living the living the life our ancestors lived a thousand years so, ago. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, why did I talk? Oh yeah. So we've been playing a lot of Minecraft, and then, but he wants to play Mario now, and so I I I, uh, I went and got my classic NES, and I found this weird game. Uh, oh, I don't even remember what it's called now. It's like Tropic something. Uh, I've never heard of it before, and I wish. I sh- yeah, I didn't even know we were going to talk about this. Otherwise, I was. Is it on the classic NES? Yeah, it's on the classic NES. I should just look it up right now, I guess. But so it's such a uh, '80s video game. Like you're this kid, and you show up on this island, and you like find this vi- like if you just wander around, you just eventually find this village, and in the village, like the do- the chieftain is like oh yeah your grandpa is a scientist who's been like who has a lab just north of here but you have to go through the tunnel anyway he's disappeared so you should probably go figure that out here's a yo-yo to help you fight the monsters that showed up (laughs) and it's just such a weird little game and i've just never heard of it um now i keep forgetting castlevania's on there um Oh, Castlevania 2 is on there, too. Oh, Star Tropics. So you're just like this kid with a yo-yo at the beginning, at least, and you just go down into this dungeon, and there's just, like, goofy little puzzles where, like, you have to jump on the, the these buttons to open doors, and uh, you have to, like, every screen that you get to, you have to kill all the monsters before, like, the doors will open up, too. It's just such a weird little game, but it was kind of fun to play. But anyway, just since it was a strange little, like game that I've never heard of, I was just wondering how your excuse me. I was just wondering how your um, machine was go- working out for you, since that's just jam packed with games nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, and unfortunately, I haven't fired it up lately. I keep always telling myself on my weekends, give it a whirl, and I just don't. And yeah. uh, I mean, I'm not saying the money was wasted. It's got twenty four thousand games on it, but right, you'll get to uh, it. I just haven't fired up, but I mean, I've, I do go through and I try and find games. I mean, I played, uh, I'm not lie. Like I love the super Nintendo. That was mine and my sister's console when we were young, but I am having such a blast going through the game boy advance library. Yeah. Well, did you ever have a game boy advanced? I did. I had an okay. SP, which was the fold out one. And oh, yeah, I yeah. mean, no surprise. I played legend of Zelda on it and I played a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh games mm-hmm. and, that's one thing that bums me about this system. It doesn't have those Yu-Gi-Oh games on them, and I love them, no, and I'm still trying to deal bad, with. Yeah. I can port game. I can port ROMs on it. I just okay. can't on my. I for some reason, I haven't bought a new thumb drive and stuff, and I've tried to transfer. Oh. I'm having a hard time. But uh, huh. my friend Justin, he builds emulator systems, and mm-hmm. so whenever him and I can, you know, uh, make time to get together. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about me bringing it over and figuring out how to transfer some games, but mm. all the a lot of the instructions are for Mac, but it's not working. And mm. I don't own a personal PC, not even a small laptop or anything. Yeah. And so I'm I I really have a hard time trying to get these ROMs to transfer. I just can't succeed at it because yeah. I would love to put those games on there and play them. Yeah. I I sunk me and Travis sunk hours into it because we played the same ones and we would actually. Uh, have a system link cable and we would play during lunch uh, in high school. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was after I moved. I was like, I never got into Yu-Gi-Oh. No, this was like senior year, senior. Uh, okay. Yeah. If we weren't, 
playing the card game in person. We were playing it on our our DSs and on our DSs, our Game Boy Advances. Yeah, so yeah. I, I do love the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of my favorites. Like I love my DS. I don't play it as much, and I'm kind of mm-hmm. mad that I bought a bunch of games a few months ago and they're still in the wrap. <laughs> I, no joke. Like I don't know why I did that, but I did. But they weren't and they weren't expensive or anything. But that's good. Uh, yeah, I just I have not fired that thing up lately. I I finished all of Game of Thrones and Oh wow, yeah, you just started that like a 2 weeks ago? Two or 3 weeks ago. Uh Thanksgiving week, I think it was. So it's been almost okay. a month I finished it. Wow. And I finished it all fast. up. Oh, that was my weekends for like every waking <laughs> moment. Or you know, I watch I watch a lot of video game streams too. Yeah. So that eats up a lot of my time, but yeah, I've been wanting to fire that damn thing up and uh, play some games. I just, I don't know. I, I like playing it, but mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about it many times when we talk about video games on the podcast. I'm not a gamer. Like, right, right. I enjoy no, playing video casual, games yeah. just in my free time here and there. Mm-hmm. Lee's the real gamer, and yeah. I... I don't divulge like the new. I mean, we didn't. We we haven't talked about it. They've been out for over a month. The new consoles came out. We've talked yeah. about them, but we all said we weren't going to get them right away, or we weren't going to get them. Did Lee get one? No. And yeah. I have a coworker uh, who got a PS5 actually. What? I have a coworker who got a PS5. He said he logged onto Sony's website, uh, or he had like all the sites that were selling them, like just on a tab uh, on different tabs. And he would just refresh them every – like just if he thought about it, he'd just go over to the site and refresh. And I guess yep. he refreshed Sony's website at just the right time, and he got one. Yep, and I know that's – like I I was texting uh, you guys before this, and I mentioned that, yeah, the Walmart that I do service at for my job, mm-hmm. they got signs up that say they just don't – they're not carrying them. If you yeah. want them, you have to go on the websites and order them, but they're not getting them in the stores. Uh, I've heard Walmart in particular, like they're just horrible right now about it. Like, uh, I didn't talk about it in our podcast because I think, I mean, it did happen since we talked, but uh, uh, since before we last talked. But um, mm-hmm. when I was at work one day, it looked like a concert in the in the oh, electronics man. area. There was like sixty people back there to get a console. Yeah, they said they were getting a shipment oh. of PlayStation Fives and. They, I saw all these people, and one of the other vendors, his son wants one, and they told yeah. him, "We will try, but please don't be upset if if you don't have one for Christmas." Yeah. Uh, yeah, there were like sixty people, and the store said they were getting a shipment. They could get sixty, they could get fifteen. Yeah. And that was the last I'd heard. I mean, I get into the store before they open, mm-hmm. and. While I'm working stuff, I will walk by the electronics and I'll see if they've got any, and they don't. I don't even think they're putting them in the cases, to be honest. And yeah, no. I I remember I did get the Xbox One right when it came out, like a couple weeks later. I saw it and I picked mm-hmm. one up. I should probably shouldn't have, but I did it. Mostly, <laughs> right? It's a lot of money to drop right away, but yeah, uh, I don't have an interest to get one since my Xbox dumped on me. Everyone's mm-hmm. been saying, "Well, you should, you know, you well, now you got to reach and go get one." It's like. I, it's not a reason to spend $500. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's half a thousand dollars, man. So no you would get the, you get the one that takes discs. Yes, because I have discs. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, yes. And so I would probably have to get the one that gets discs, even though I, I mean, I have some discs mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, I would have to, because I really want to play my halo games and I have the, mm-hmm. discs. Yep, and okay. unfortunately, 
Microsoft doesn't read that you have ownership of a disc. If I wanted to get the digital copy, I'd have to rebuy it. Yeah, it's too bad that there's not like a weird like trade-in program where like you could mail them back in or something or like oh show your proof of purchase or like or just go, like go to go to a like get some sort of agreement with like GameStop or something I don't know and yeah. like just take it in and they would just give you like a download code for it and then they yeah. would just destroy it or something I'm, I don't know I mean hell one of the biggest problems nowadays is even when you buy the game physically at a store mm-hmm. uh it's just a code inside the case right yeah which like, is d- a waste Dis- of resources. Yeah, uh, right. No, it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I never understand that. Yeah, you you get. I, uh, I'm trying to think. Has that happened to me? No, because the last physical game I bought uh, had a disc. And yeah. but I do know that that is pretty common now. Uh, oh no, wait! I bought PUBG at a store, a uh, player unknown battleground, and when I opened it up, it was just a code. That's that was like, 2017, 2018. Like, what's the point of even going to a store to do that? You can just buy it online. Yes. And I, I, I'm not someone who clamors for physical media very much. I do like yeah. owning movies physically. Yeah. Not anymore when, much. I mean, I barely bought any movies anymore this year. But and you read your comics on... Digitally. I read my comics digitally. I read yeah. my books digitally. Uh, I... I bought Game of Thrones, but that's only because they were only like 10 bucks a season, so I bought a handful of seasons. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't mind digital media to an extent. I mean, I do look at my movie collection, which is fast, and I just want to mm. throw them all in a closet and just put them in binders. And most of my stuff is in binders. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, it in binders. Mm. But yeah, uh, I don't really think it – I've seen people online complain about that, saying that it's a scam. The only thing that I think isn't right is I don't think a digital copy should cost – as much no, as it should not no i agree with that but i don't know and partly the annoyance of it is that you can't trade it back in like so you're nope. losing the ability to i guess get some of your money back um and i think that's what the uproar was when the last xbox they didn't want to ha- they wanted that to be 100 percent digital and there's that uproar and they ended up putting the discs back in mm-hmm um, um, so I'm kind of surprised. I mean, that's probably why th- there's two versions of it this time around, but the next Xbox and the next PlayStation probably won't have the option anymore. I'd imagine. In my opinion, <clears throat> previous media is the only reason that's holding that back for all intent. I mean, I what said is? it a long time ago that Xbox is never going to be able to not have a disc drive. It's impossible. And I was proven wrong. They've done it. Yeah. And if it wasn't for previous games to no. own that can still yeah. play. Yes, I would fully embrace that copy that uh, discless player because one, it means that they no longer have to pay Sony for Blu-ray yeah. compatibility. But yeah, I mean, uh, physical media is still people still want it to an extent. But yeah, no, I, I yeah, like six seven years ago, I said up and down, no way, no way, you're ever gonna have a, di- a discless system. And yeah, well, you're just gonna have to keep your old system, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and pray it doesn't crap out, but right. um, yeah, I, I it's I I do think the 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 new Xbox does look kind of cool. It's just a large rectangle cube. Yeah, I like the design of that. It's way better than the PlayStation Five, that's for sure. The PlayStation Five looks like an Apple product. It looks horrible. Like it looks like a '90s version of the future. It looks like a space heater. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I saw a joke online where like uh said like a guy had to return his because his wife realized it wasn't a humidifier. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's great. That's great. 
But yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's that was an unplanned for conversation. That's fine. Um, that's fine. We didn't have too much to talk about. I mean, we could talk about Christmas a little bit, but then again, this one's going to come out after Christmas. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was there's that argument. Um. Well, speaking of Christmas too. Uh. So I had my white elephant gift exchange for work, which usually. Oh. Okay. Usually means I end up with something that I don't care for, and it's just like, well. I either got to figure out how to re-gift this or it's just going to get thrown away, you know, soon. Uh, but um, I ended up getting – and I, I sent you – I don't think I gave you the context for it. But I ended up getting uh, uh, the Jurassic Park, tr- uh, like, classic trilogy. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's I was what wondering that, it, what the hell you sent that for. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't give you guys any context. I was just like – No, I thought, I thought it was a meme or something. <laughs> no, no, no. So it's, uh, it's uh, I think it's Blu-ray. But it's in a box that looks like an old VHS. Oh, uh, it's like it's like Funko's T-shirts they sell. Yeah, kind of, I guess. But it, I and thought it, that's like, what looks, that was, maybe. Oh no, no, no! And it just looks like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, because they sell those T-shirts like in those old VHS boxes and in cereal boxes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but um, so it's like uh, it's kind of the size of like those plastic like uh VHS boxes that would open like a book. Oh, a big uh, box. Yeah, clamshell. Yeah. But it's not like as it's not like uh, it's a little harder case. Like it's maybe more of like what a rental case would be like, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then it's yeah. So it's just got it's the outside looks like a weathered uh, VHS box, I guess. Like it's like all the edges look worn, but they're not. Uh, and then inside seen that version of those of that Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where the. Since we did it, we did it virtually. The person I got it from just ordered it from Amazon and had it sent to my house. <laughs> so it was a very strange virtual white elephant exchange. I still. I was gonna say. I mean, what does a I? So this sounds dumb, you, but I. I guess my perception of white elephant is corny bad gift. It, yes, traditionally that's what white elephant. I mean, because that's what white elephant means. It's a. Uh, it's it's derived from. Uh, there was a king in the Middle East somewhere, and he had a f- another like, or maybe I think it was a prince, maybe. Uh, and he had a friend that he didn't like, uh, and so for as a gift, he got this friend a uh, an albino elephant, so a white elephant, and that is uh, it, it's a it's a gift that is a burden because you can't do anything with a white elephant. Um, because it's being albino, like it has issues. And so he basically, you're giving them a burden as a gift. Um, and that's the whole point of white elephant. So traditionally then nowadays, a white elephant gift is, yeah, just, um, I, I've had a white elephant gift exchange where the requirement was that it has to be in your house right now. And it has to be something that you don't want. Um, and I've been a part of those and that can get funny, I guess. Like, because I've gone to one where like a guy gave away his a fax machine, um, and like another like at the same one somebody gave away like a juggling book. Um, and I think we gave away like an old VHS that we didn't want anymore. <laughs> but uh, the one for work, it's uh, you have to buy it. It has it has to be a brand new item, uh, and we go through the alphabet. So last year, it was a uh, H I. It was I. Yeah, so the gift had to start with the letter I, uh, and then this year it's the letter J. So the gift I bought was a Jedi lightsaber. So it was just a lightsaber, <laughs> a $20 lightsaber from Target. 
Um, and then, yeah. And so then I got Jurassic Park. There was a lot of Java going around, uh, a couple journals, uh, a lot of Josh wine. I've never heard of that brand, but apparently it's the only wine brand that starts with J. And so that was a pr- popular gift. I think, uh, one person had Jägermeister, um, Jose Cuervo was in there. Uh, I'm trying to think what I got last year. I don't even remember. Uh, I know alcohol I, to me would be a total white elephant. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, last year being I, there was a lot of, um, I, I don't remember what it's called. Like it's smeared off ice, I believe. Uh, okay. All the people who drink are just yelling at us if they're listening to this podcast. Um, but I guess it's a thing. There's a thing called getting iced where you take a Smirnoff or take an ice and uh, I drank one. I think it was okay. It was just, it's just like a sweet beverage. Um, and you hide it somewhere and you hide, but you hide it somewhere where people will find it. Like, so it's not really hidden. Like you just kind of like go into a closet and put it on a shelf. And okay. the thing is, is if you're the person who finds it, you have to drink it. Like that's what getting iced is. And so then as it was a gift, then like, if you opened last year, if you picked the gift that had one of those in it, you had to drink it right away. And mm. then, and so like a lot of them were six packs with coolers and like igloo coolers. So that's more of the letter I. And it was kind of funny because like this guy next to me, he got iced. And so he had five more and he kept trying to get like trying to get me to hold the, 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 the container of, of the ice. And I'm just like, no, I'm not touching that. Cause like, if I, if he, if you hit like, that's part of it too. Like if I, if you just like offer or like ask somebody to hold your drink and they just, they grab it to hold it for you, then that's also getting iced. And so then you have to drink it, I guess. And so it was funny how like much that actually worked and people fell for it, but I was just like, no, I'm not touching your drink. <laughs> but I don't know. Anyway, that happened a lot. Uh, and then, yeah, I got, but I was, uh, man, it was funny. Cause like, I don't think anybody else cared about this Jurassic park thing. Uh, and I didn't even have to steal it from anybody. I just got it. And I, and just nobody else wanted it. And I was just, it's like, Oh man, I actually got something that is pretty cool. Like, no, I don't think that's I, cool. I never would have bought it for myself, but like, I don't, I don't own a copy of Jurassic park. Uh, I saw actually today that it's on Netflix, but uh and i actually almost watched it or i wasn't gonna watch the whole thing probably but i almost started it uh but yeah now i have a copy of jurassic park i'll probably put it up on a shelf because it looks nice it's all three of them isn't it yeah it's the first yeah it's uh, the, the first three i guess i should say not all yeah. three, all of them but yeah it's the first yeah, three the, the good one, ones the ones from our childhood yeah um which i don't know that i've seen three i know i've seen i feel like i've seen three's, two three's a fun monster movie Okay, I think two was I, I thought was just kind of disappointing. Yeah, it's uh, disappointing. The third one is directed by the guy who did the first Captain America movie. Who's that? Joe Johnson. Oh, okay. Yep, he did. I, uh, that was in the research. He did. Uh, yeah, no, uh, he did the first Captain America film. Uh, uh, uh Captain America, the fir- uh, first Avenger. Yeah. And he also plays. Uh, rebel trooper who tells Han Solo his Tauntaun will freeze before he reaches the first marker. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know that until a couple months ago. Joe Johnston was one of the special effects uh, crew member for the original Star Wars trilogy. Huh. 
And yeah, he played a rebel trooper in Empire Strikes Back that Han Solo tells him he'll see him in hell. That's funny. This is when the rainbow rainbow comes over your head and says, the more you know. (laughs) And which Jurassic Park did he do? The third one. Oh, okay. Yep, Spielberg did the first two. Right, right, right. Okay. I should have known that. Don't know why I forgot. Uh, I got my Christmas present for my work this week as well. Yeah? Yep. Is it great? It's a, a case of pop that expires in a week. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's great. <laughs> when I heard that we what could swing by pop? the, when I heard we could swing by the office and get a case of pop for Christmas, I called my bosses and I said, "How expired is this?" And my boss goes, "About a week." Uh, well, at least it's not already expired. Well, that's like it my brother. It when... tastes very good. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that means it's pretty old. It's, uh, yeah, it expires on the 27th. And, uh, yeah. I don't I'm, know I... how many times I've seen pop that could that's close to expiring. Like, it's usually consumed before that. <laughs> uh, lazy rotation will cause it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I was I was not surprised. I told my buddy who I work with, I was like, yeah, I got a case of pop at the plant. And he goes, oh, what is it? And I said, it's Mountain Dew. And he goes, this is expired. And I'm like, it's close. And he's like, yeah, they don't give us free Mountain Dew unless it's close to expired. Yeah, say, Mountain Dew, yeah. They found um, a couple pallets somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, that reminds me, too. When I worked at Quiznos, my boss would buy us um, for Thanksgiving, I want to say. Maybe it was for Christmas. Uh, she would get us – it was our choice. We could get a spiral cut ha- uh, honey ham or a turkey. And I, I remember just thinking, like, I just wish you would give me the money. <laughs> like, like I'm, 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 si- I'm, like, I'm 16. I don't want a freaking turkey. Yeah, that's, that's. I was gonna say, yeah, that's, that's kind of. I, like, I, I took the turkey and just gave it to my dad. I'm like, here you go, dad. I got, I got Thanksgiving for you. <laughs> I gave mine out too, because when I first started at Pepsi ten years ago, uh, my first Thanksgiving was a full t- frozen turkey. And a big bag full of crackers and cheese and salami and stuff. See, that's nice. I would have loved that. Yep. And then Christmas, <laughs> we got a ham and another gift bag from Fairway with all the stuff. Oh, okay. And that was the last time I got any of that stuff. Uh, yeah. We get free cases of pop once in a blue moon. We used to get them every holiday, a couple 24 packs, but we don't get that stuff anymore. But yeah, I remember that. That turkey, I mean, I lived with, I lived in a house with roommates. It was their house. I mean, I, what am I going to do with that? I was 26, right. and so I just threw it in the deep freeze and right. never saw it again. <laughs> They'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here you guys go. You guys can have this. I don't know. I don't know how long turkey frozen turkeys last. This thing probably will last like five years. Who knows? Uh, yeah, it's funny. Uh, Joe Johnson directed. Sorry, I'm still looking at his IMDb, and I'm very intrigued by this because he did Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes, he did. I forgot about that. Uh, the young Indiana Jones uh, TV show, he did one episode he or did. two episodes. Yeah, uh, the Jones Page Master. Filmography. Jumanji, October Sky, uh, Hidalgo. And then, yeah, Captain 
And then, like, he did Captain America. Well, actually, so, yeah, there's, like, a ton of time in between. Like, it's like he does a bunch of movies in, like, weird bursts. Yes, um, he's got a long filmography of uh, over 30 years. Yeah, he did the uh, – I mean, he hasn't done he – has his movies go up and down. Like, he did the Nutcracker. Yeah. He did reshoots of that. Um, but, no, and I'm really intrigued because uh, I'm excited. I didn't realize this was coming out. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia, The Silver Chair. So that's the next one in the series that – I, like, I don't know if it's technically connected to the ones that were made probably 10 years ago, more ago. But oh my the, gosh, yeah, what the heck? Because didn't um, Narnia switch over to HBO and they were making shows of it? I didn't know that. Um, well, but anyway, The Silver Chair is no, one of my favorite no, books. So I'm pretty, I don't think it did. But anyway, I'm excited about that because that's my favorite of the books. Um, I'm thinking of... Uh, I'm thinking of another movie franchise, a book franchise that got like one oh, or two movies tanked, uh, and then they moved it over to HBO, I, and it actually was very well received. Oh, I guess I don't know. I know Divergent they wanted to do that with, but I guess Shailene Woodley or whatever her name is that it was, was in it. Armored like, Polar Bears. Oh, um, that is the Golden Compass. That was like yes, that transition that, to HBO into a series. That makes sense. Uh, that I think I believe that book was written. Like, that's the atheist version of Narnia, I believe. Okay, I got that confused. Oh, dude, he designed the Iron Giant. Oh, interesting. You know, I've never seen the Iron Giant. Oh, um... I've never seen it. You and your son might enjoy that. It's it's good, it's sad. I don't want to cry. (laughs) What? Well, I said I don't want to cry. Well, it's funny, though, because, like, I assumed it came out in the 80s, like, because it kind of looks like an 80s movie to me. Oh, like 99 or something like that. Right. I just found this out last week. Like, I was looking at something like Iron Giant came out in 99. Like, Vin Diesel does the voice of the Iron Giant. Like, why did Diesel's first performance? Yeah. It's like, how did I not know that? Like, it came. I think it just came out at a time when I just wasn't paying attention to movies or especially like cartoon kid movies. And I just assumed that all my friends had seen it like when they were kids and I just my mom just never showed it to me. But nope. <laughs> I saw it older. I saw it probably when I was well, yeah. in my early twenties and it was uh it was always playing on Cartoon Network. Like they marathoned it like yeah. Christmas story well, on Cartoon Network. People just seemed to love it. I just I just never gave it the time of day. Because I Brad just assumed Bird it was like some it. old movie. Who? Brad Bird, he did the inc- he uh he did the Incredibles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, he's got. Yeah, he did Ratatouille, The Incredibles. Like he did like a Mission that. Impossible. He did. Uh, hmm. Um, he did uh, Incredibles. His last movie was Incredibles Two. Interesting. Yeah, he's a big Pixar guy. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Oh. Uh, uh, what was it? Um. Yeah. Uh. Joe Johnson. Uh. Visual effects artist for the Star Wars trilogy. Indiana mm-hmm. Jones, Howard the Duck, Willow. So basically, he was friends with uh, Spielberg he for Lucas and, film. and Lucas. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, um, well, speaking of like old things like that too, I I I, uh, I messaged you about today. I guess it's today. I think is the 19th anniversary of Lord of the Rings: uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Yep. Which. Uh, I responded with Matt Damon aging into an old man from yeah. uh, Saving Private Ryan because that instantly made me feel old because I still remember seeing that in theaters. I wasn't that. I mean, I, I was like, when was uh, that? What would have been? 2000. Uh, what would that have been? I've been 2001. I mean, I was 
2017 when it came out, but yeah, I still remember going to the theater. I still remember Travis dragging me to it and not knowing a single thing about Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? I knew nothing. Hmm. I had no clue. I went I in completely up, fresh. Yeah, I, well, I read The Hobbit as a like in um, elementary school, upper elementary. I, it was a book report I did. And then I think I tried to read the books because my dad was a huge fan of Lord of the Rings. Um, and I know – and so he had them and I borrowed them and I don't know that I got that far. I think I got to like Rivendell and got real bored uh, as like a kid. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I, when I, I did a – I remember doing a, uh, a party where we watched all three extended cuts. I do not recommend that. Uh, Travis does it every year. Oh, I've never yeah. done it once. And I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan after seeing those. Like I've got the extended cuts. I, yeah. I've got digital copies of the hobbits and stuff. I, I love the Lord of the Rings. Like I, I had, uh, I had the DVDs. I had the extended DVDs. I have the Blu-ray extended trilogy box set. Wow. Uh, I have never once <laughs> ever tried to do a 12 hour sit down of those movies. Yeah, uh, well, I remember when I did it, I think I, it was me and the kid who's, whose house it was at. We were the only people who watched the whole thing. And I remember just at the end, just like, I think I asked him, like, do we really have to watch the last one? And he was just like, yes, we do. Oh, man. Yeah, See, I got I know. one of Dexter's and my childhood friends does them. He does them with a couple friends. And I think they start at like 6 p.m. and they go till 6 a.m. And yeah, yeah. I've Ugh. been asked to do yeah. it. And I've said never, I will never do that. And uh, I'm, I mean, I'm 36 now, and I can be fully honest and say I can't even watch one of the movies in a sit down anymore. It's usually a two night thing. I'll put one. Yeah. Uh, it's usually like a disc a night. And I did rewatch Lord of the Rings this year. They still fairly well hold up for being 20 years old. And uh. Yeah, it's it, I, the only way you would ever hear me acknowledge doing a, a marathon. It would probably have to be a 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Not a six. Nothing or oh, okay. uh, later. No, than no, that, it'd have probably. to be during the day. No, I couldn't do it through the night. Maybe tw- um, maybe noon to midnight, but no way in hell yeah. I'm staying up till 6 a.m. Yeah, for sure. Um, So you just said that the it holds up because I was just. I, I might actually sit down and I, I probably won't watch the whole thing if I do, but like watch a little bit of it just to see. But like I, th- as soon as I heard that it was 19 years old, I was just like, I wonder how the graphics hold up. I think they still hold up. There's some choppy. Okay. There's some rough green screens. Yeah. Um, well, but, and there's the whole like thing where Frodo kind of stretches when he jumps yeah. onto the cart. Oh yeah. Um, the, uh, I'm, yeah, I, I I'm trying to think if that looked weird. I don't think that's ever caught my eye, but uh, the uh, but I, I do know the scene. I can picture it exactly in my head. I think it still holds up. Gollum still holds up perfectly. And, yeah. Uh, I think the CGI in those movies is better than the CGI in the Hobbit movies. The Hobbit movies. Those were disappointing. Yeah. Those are full. They are dreadful. The first one is great. I was pissed off walking out of the theater in the second one mm-hmm. and the third one my reaction was at least it's over yeah i mean it was the same I, effect as star wars <laughs> yeah and i i love the the uh, Tolkien movies i really yeah. do love middle earth and everything about right. that and 
I remember being so excited for The Hobbit, and I, like I said, I loved the first one. I was so upset. Like, I still remember – I've seen them all in theaters, and mm-hmm. I got dragged to Fellowship of the Ring by a friend. Mm-hmm. I did not care to see it, but we saw it, and I was I was mesmerized. I was enthralled. That would be an uh, amazing movie to see without really knowing what it is. I, I envy you know for that. I, no yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I was I was shocked by the ending because it didn't end. And yeah, by hours. What? That'd be pretty lame to get to that ending. <laughs> I was. I had no clue what was going on. I had no idea. And uh, by two towers, I pretty much already knew everything by then. I got the books yeah. and right. I skimmed them the best I could. And two towers I saw in theaters at midnight. Hmm. Uh, yep, I got to see it at mid. I saw it at midnight with uh two friends in high school, and I then I I uh, the theater in my hometown did not do a midnight screening of Return of the King, so I ended up seeing it opening night. Okay, and I can honestly say. I think I saw I think I saw Lord of the Rings. I think I saw Fellowship maybe once or twice in theaters. I saw Two Towers like three times, and I think wow. I saw Return of the King four times in theaters. I worked I at the think, movie theater at the time, so yo, I got yeah. to see Return of the King for free. Yeah, and I I don't think I realized you you were that into Lord of the Rings. I loved Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Man, I saw <laughs> me and Ryan Lingner. I think saw Two Towers twice, and we saw Return mm-hmm. of the King twice together. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it was it was great. And then I I remember seeing The Hobbit at a matinee, mm. uh, and I loved it. I had the day off from work. I went and saw the opening day at a matinee. And then a friend of mine and I went and saw the midnight showing of Desolation of Smog. And oh man, I think I stayed at his place that night. It was Travis, and we drove. I went and picked him up. We drove to the theater in Johnson mm-hmm. and we oh, saw yeah. it and then we didn't say a word to each other the entire <laughs> 25 minute drive home. <laughs> we were both kind of just speechless by how bad it was. Yeah. And then I saw a matinee for Return of the uh, for the third Hobbit movie like two weeks after it came out. I had no care to see that in theaters like I, I had the day off. So I went and saw that as a matinee. And yeah, yeah. it was it was shorter than the theatrical version to uh, the first uh, Lord of the Rings movie. And yeah, I sat down, I watched it, I got up and I drove home and I just was like, it's done. Yeah. That's Battle of the Five Armies, I guess. That was 2014. Ar- wow. Yep. <laughs> but the, the, the problem with that movie is just like it, it really only needed to be two movies maybe. Like, they just really didn't need to make a trilogy. I can't remember why they did that, too, because I have seen all the bonus features for the Hobbit movies, too, just because I like yeah. the, the knowledge. And I can't remember the reason for it, because I know it was originally shot to be two films. Oh, it was? Okay. Yes. That's weird. They chucked a lot of shit in those Well, films. they they kind of, like, got some of the Cimmerillion in there, which I don't think is necessary, and it kind of also seemed like they made some other stuff up. Yeah, I still think some of the Lord of the Rings connection stuff in the Hobbit movies is some of the best stuff, like the fight with Sauron and things like that. That stuff's great. Yeah, Uh, the dwarf stuff is great. Mm -hmm. 
it's it's just so bloated and the cgi yeah. is terrible like right. they were literally cutting out live action monsters and putting in cgi ones for just to be consistent and it's like yeah oh. but the consistency is bad yeah i don't know yeah. i'm trying to think of i don't think man i'm i'm gonna look this up real quick uh oh man safari i really keep opening you by accident and i don't want yeah, to never use safari and that's coming from a person who makes the websites i don't mind it on the ipad but i don't like it on the pc oh, it's the worst on the ipad uh, <laughs> uh, let me see where the heck is his filmography at uh who are you talking about uh hold on one sec oh wow Oh, I forgot about that. Peter Jackson technically has not made a movie since the last Hobbit movie. He's got a Beatles. Oh, he's moved into document documentaries. Oh, okay. That's fine. You know, he I was thinking I'll not grow old where he recolored a black and white documentary from World War Two. Oh. oh, yeah, I think I heard about that. Oh, World War One. I'm sorry. And his next one is a Beatles documentary coming out next year. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, well, it's funny too, like talking about it, it because wasn't there like supposed to be some Lord of the Rings or Hobbit TV show coming out soon? Amazon was looking at making an adaptation. Right. Which I don't know this, the more we talk about this and stuff and just being excited in general about middle earth. I just think John Favreau just really needs to be given the rights to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah were you the one that sent that meme of uh uh what was it jj abrams saying something about how like star wars like you can't make a, a star wars oh story. yes uh, uh let me the look old fans uh, the new fans yes uh real quick yeah amazon acquired the rights to television to tv for uh um, Lord of the Rings back in 2017, and uh, there hasn't been any talk about it since. But yeah, oh uh, yeah, it's a meme I sent. It's a picture of J.J. Abrams that says we can't satisfy the original trilogy fans while also appealing to a younger audience. And the bottom picture is John Favreau hold my beer. Oh man, that was so good. <laughs> um, I don't know how many times I have to say it, but that guy needs more money. <laughs> John Favreau? Yeah. John Just Favreau get... is the biggest Star Wars fan next People to Dave Fioni, and who knew? Right. Well, and just Star Wars, Marvel, just just give them all the things that everyone likes. Give them Star Trek. <laughs> I'm disappointed he hasn't made us a Marvel movie since Iron Man 2. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, disappointed in that. Like, I always I always thought that, like, I, I mean, I know he got kind of burned out and he's kind of based yeah. with Disney. I mean, he made a couple Disney live action films and he's yep. he's the showrunner and creator of The Mandalorian. And there's a part of me that thinks maybe he might be the main guy behind this Boba Fett show coming out in a year. So mm, that's nice. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett. So what's that? So do you know what that's supposed to be about? We don't know anything. It's probably like pre A New Hope, I would imagine. I don't know. I don't want to go into two spoilers for Mandalorian. Well, I, I need to. I can tell you after the podcast a, a little thing that I know. Yeah. But, uh, oh, spoilers, man! I all I did was go on Twitter and like spoilers for the Mandalorian were trending, and it was midday Friday. I'm so pissed. 
Like, you gotta stay yes, off I, that social media when this well, stuff comes out. Like, I know I'm behind. Like, I'm a I'm a season and a half behind. I get it. But like, literally, the show what was posted Friday morning, and by noon there are these like ridiculous spoilers. Like, at least give it six hours. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I I got up at three a.m. and watched uh the finale of Mandalorian, and yeah. While I was getting ready for work at 5 a.m., I got a text message from Lee, who did the exact same thing. <laughs> and then I got a text message from my friend Jason, who also did the same thing. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> it came out like 3 a.m. I think that's when it's released. And uh, I was going to get up and watch it anyway around 4, but I woke up about 3.15 and I just... I was just like, uh, let's just go in and do it. So I watched it and... Um, Mandalorian might be I, I've said it a million times to you guys, the podcast, everything. I think Disney has ruined Star Wars. The men oh man, transition I said it last week too, uh well we talked about all the shows. Moving Star Wars to television slash Disney Plus is one of the best moves. Right, yeah. Yeah, Mandalorian's finished. Uh the last episode came out yesterday and Oh, uh, it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh I've been meaning to watch it and I just this yeah, whatever. Time has gotten away from me, but we need to still wrap presents for the kids and so I think we're going to watch The Mandalorian and wrap presents this week. So, nice. At least and that like my wife brought that up, so as long as I can get her hooked on it, then I'll probably be watching it every night, so it's the <laughs> best western ever. Right? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, Star Wars has always been a good like uh, or has always been a Western, I guess. A but like, West, uh, Western Asian uh, homage. And yeah. But like uh, the Mandalorian, it, like it just feels more like a Western than any other Star Wars, really. Yeah. Like, I think they just bring in like the drama a little bit better, maybe. I don't it, know. It really does. And I mean. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I know I was looking up uh, – I don't know what I was looking up. Maybe it was on the Disney Plus, like the behind the scenes or something. But I was reading about how the whole reason George Lucas created Star Wars is he was a big fan of like Greek mythology and stuff like that. Huh. And he just wanted to create his own. And that's what Star Wars is to George Lucas. It's that's his weird. own Greek mythology essentially, his own fantasy. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean – yeah, I, I think, like, the story that I have that I would like to write, I mean, I guess that's kind of how I look at that. Um, and it's just like you're trying to explain certain things in, a di- in like, a new way, I guess. That yeah. makes sense, for sure. Yeah, and, I mean, we're all influenced by things we love. I mean, my, my story that I want to do someday is, uh, is a Western and – it has yeah, yeah. been for a couple of years now, but the, the one that I'm in, uh, no, the, well, uh, it's, well, it's evolved, not more. I mean, when I yeah, created yeah. redemption, it was just a zombie comic that had all my friends as the characters, but I've, right. I've made it. And so it, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, that was, t- that was 12 years ago when I created that as a kid, I was like 23 and yeah, I made a comic right. that was all my, based on all my friends and stuff as these, as characters. And now I'm, you know, in my, mid thirties and I kind of thankfully deviated away, but that's how I always used to draw my, do my comics was my first comic was about all my friends from high school. And I've always kind of kept that theme, but as I've gotten older, I've decided to 
completely get, abandoned that idea, thankfully. And yeah, uh, but yeah, I've always had this idea of recreating my comic, but it's not exactly set in Western time. But it's you know it's a zombie comic yeah. that takes place after everything has happened, and pretty much what happens after everything is the Western civilization kind of returns. You know, no longer have electricity and things. Yeah, well, which I and, love that idea. Yeah, well, and I don't think that calling something a Western means it's the Western at all. I think that's just the style of of movie. Um, I, trying to even think if like marvel would be considered a western probably not uh i don't know what you'd call marvel things i don't know what you'd call the comics yeah. movies well just, like to a certain I, extent I, too yeah like to a certain extent i don't know that i would call like all star war or star trek a western but i feel like deep space nine felt like a western like it, like a western that's more about a town which or a space station you're but, not wrong with that assessment I mean, I would call Star Trek just blatant space communism, but Deep Space well, Nine not so much. Yeah, well, Deep Space Nine, it almost seemed like it's a like it's that's uh that's uh, World War Two like aftermath because like the Cardassians are the Nazis and the Bajorans are the are the Jews. West Star is not inaccurate though. Yeah, well, it's but yeah, I mean, it's a town. It's there's a town, there's a saloon, there's uh, they don't really have a barber, but there's the uh, uh, Garrett. Is it Garrick? He's the Garrick. Yeah, he's the tailor. The tailor, but he's a spy. Uh, uh, well, you've got maybe maybe he's a spy. You have the sheriff. You have the second sheriff, who is Worf. <laughs> yeah, I mean you've got the town doctor. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're wrong with that assessment. I've never funny. heard that before. I don't know. I don't think I've ever even thought about it that way. But it, like, it's such a good. That's a really good metaphor. Well, and like, I guess Star Trek, typically I think of it as like, uh, I don't know what the genre would be, but like, I've always in, imagined it more as like some sort of uh, naval vessel, like maybe like Moby Dick, which they even make that reference in um, First Contact. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, um, I got, I, uh, yeah, Star Trek's so weird because it was just made by a God-hating communist. So, <laughs> right. um, <laughs> that's funny because it definitely kind of went the other way eventually yeah and that's why roddenberry's rolling in his grave yeah well no he's in outer space they they spread his ashes in outer space did they yeah i did not know that mm-hmm. i know um i know roddenberry's was always someone who he didn't want to focus on like apparently the original con- idea for um next generation was to have more infighting and character counter yeah. arguments and stuff in Next Gen, and Roddenberry was pure against it because yeah. he did not. In Roddenberry's vision of the future, we're past all that. Yeah, which I, I don't know. Like I get where he's going with that. I don't think that's what is ever going to happen. <laughs> no, no, and I mean DS. Well, I think uh, Next Gen did it. Well, TNG, uh, 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 TOS did that excessively where. You know, if people fought each other, it's because they were mind-controlled or something. Yeah. Uh, there would yeah. be heated discussions in TNG, but nothing really ex- that to the extreme. And then mm-hmm. DS9, everyone's beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Which and is Roddenberry's dead by then. Wasn't his wife in it a lot, though? 
Yeah, uh, Oksana Troy. Yeah, like she would travel through DS9. I feel like she was on DS9 more than I ever expected her to be. Um, I think about three or three episodes or something like that. Yeah, maybe that was all it was. I know she was in TNG quite a bit, and I remember. Uh, yeah, she. Uh, I I never liked her in the show. Not the horrible character. Not not her. The character of horrible uh, Troy's mom. I never. She's also the voice of the computer. Yes, she is in Voyager. She's uh, she's the computer. I think she's isn't she in all of them? The com- I thought she was the computer in like everything. I don't believe she was in not maybe the original. She- Definitely not the original because I don't think they were married at the time. I think it might have just been Voyager, but I'm not sure. Oh, I really thought it was TNG too. I can look it up. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's not important. Oh man, I just so I, I just switched over to IMDb. Uh, I don't know. if we're ready to switch topics or end this, but she's still uh, alive. No, she died 10 years ago. Never mind. Yeah, she's dead. Um, I remember being a little sad about that. Cause like, she always seemed like a nice lady. <laughs> I don't know why I always thought that. Um, Look, okay. Yeah. She, uh, she wasn't in, yeah, she's Loxana Troy and yep. in next gen. Um, uh, Oh, she's an ambassador. Loxana Troy in DS nine. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Now I, oh. I forgot. She became an ambassador. Yeah. Uh, no, she is not the voice of the computer in Next Generation, but she oh. was the computer in Generations, Voyager, First Contact, Nemesis. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, Voyager. she was the voice okay. in TNG, but she was in, I knew she was in Voyager. I wonder if they rationalize that as, like, she's the voice of the computer on the newer ships or something. I don't know, probably. But, yeah, that's interesting. Um... I, I just saw a trailer for a movie like the other day. Are, are you a big oh What? I'm sorry to interrupt you. She's, she's, she's Chapel in uh, the original series. I I have not seen enough of the original series. Chapel? Uh, she in the movies too. Uh, nurse Chapel was uh, McCoy's uh, nurse. Oh, okay. Hmm. Weird. Did not know that. I'm sorry. Go. I, I hate to interrupt you. Do you remember what you were going to say? Oh yes. Um. Do, have you seen the John Wick movies? I just finished them. I just finished them two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um. Now I can't find it. Uh. I thought it was the writer, but maybe it was the director. Uh. I watched this trailer for a movie, and I think it's called like Nobody or Just I Nobody. I know where you're going. Yeah. Anyway, I watched the trailer and I was just like, man, this is just a remake of John Wick. And then I looked it up. It's like, oh, it's the, like it's the same director or something. I think it's director. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's directed by. Let me look. Um, I, I can't find. It. Is it called like nobody? The nobody? Or? Well, it's it's uh, it's directed by uh, a Russian director, but okay. Uh, oh, it's just called uh, Nobody. It's uh, it's produced by uh, David Leach, who did yes. ghost directing for the first John Wick, and he did okay. Deadpool 2. Okay. Anyway, it's Fantastic just funny because... Fantastic Hobbs and Shaw and Atomic Blonde, blah, 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 blah. Okay. But just it was just kind of funny because like, uh, it looks like a good movie, like especially if you like John Wick. Um, but it's uh, starring Bob Odenkirk, so it's kind of like the... It's it's like John Wick, but with like a way less interesting looking like main character. But I know Bob Odenkirk is popular because he's um 
he was in Breaking Bad and uh, Better Call Saul. Yes. Uh, and so I like I'm wondering if they're just kind of like riding on the coattails of his popularity, but it's just like this is just another John Wick, but like with a older looking guy. But you know I don't it know. It uh, I agree with you, but I'm gonna say it's not John Wick. Just to say this. Mm-hmm. This movie is history of violence. I don't know that I've seen that. It's a uh, uh, Hugo uh, Vigo Mortensen. It's based yeah. on a graphic novel, and yeah. uh, it's an extremely good movie. And it won uh, uh, one of a lot of awards. But like, like it just is it just another story about a hitman who, who thought he was retired and got dragged back into stuff? Yep. Well, I mean, that's what, so the, the nobody movie, like it's like, he's a hitman who's retired, has a family now. And then like, uh, he was on the, a train and some lady was getting harassed. And so he like beat up all the, all the guys that were harassing her. And then it turns out that they were like part of a gang. And so then now they're coming after him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a hundred percent what John Wick is, isn't it? No, that is 100% what history of violence is. John oh, Wick. Okay. Yes, that's the plot of John Wick. Uh, Viggo Mortensen plays the di- an owner of a diner and stops uh, uh, two guys from robbing his diner and executes okay. them mob style. And a mobster from Philadelphia recognizes him in the local paper and says, yeah. "You're so and so, the uh, the notorious hitman." Yeah. Uh, John Wick is a move is about a guy who was a hitman. He yeah. retired though, yeah, uh, because he fell in love with a uh, someone. And well, yeah, he, and he retires, but then like uh, his wife he, dies of cancer. Yeah, and she leaves uh, him a, a bunch of Russian mobsters uh, break into his house, kill his dog, and steal his car. And he just picks up uh, vengeance. Okay, just, so that's a vengeance movie. Those guys. Whereas these other these, these other two you're saying are not vengeance movies; they're more defense. Yes. Okay, I got you. Uh, there was another one that came out in the '90s. I remember watching it. It's uh, Gina. No, not Gina Davis. It's called Kiss the Girls or Kiss Gina Gershon. A long kiss, good night. Uh, Gina Gershon, I believe. Uh, and it's got Samuel L. Jackson in it, and that's kind of similar. But in that one, she has amnesia, and so and she like starts to like realize she has like weird ability. Gina Davis, yeah. Oh, Gina Davis, yeah. <clears throat> yep. But she's like Gina... blonde in it. Oh, because they're like trying to hide her identity, so they like dye her high blonde, high hair blonde. But it's kind of like another like born identity. That's more like born identity. But I remember watching that as like when it came out. And renting it probably before I was really old enough to, and somehow got away with it. <laughs> yes, I, I do remember. I do remember uh, that movie, but I'd never seen it. I'd never seen a long kiss goodnight. But I do recall. I do. Uh, I'm looking it up, and I do remember. Um, I remember. Um, I always liked Gina Davis. Yeah, I, I, and I think that's why I rented it. Was uh, like I recognized Samuel Jackson probably from Jurassic Park, um, and then Gina Davis just uh, probably from Robin Hood. Wasn't she in Robin Hood? Um, um, I'm looking her up right now. I mean, she's, she's in a lot of stuff. I mean, she's, uh, well, the nineties, especially she's in Tootsie. She's in Fletch. She's in the fly Beetlejuice. Oh yeah. Beetlejuice. Oh, fly. Oh, Louise. I hated that their movie. Own. That's how I always grew up knowing her. Yeah. Leave their own. Yep. That's a good movie too. 
Oh, it's a great movie. Um, oh, what was that movie? The Abyss? Is she in that? No. No. Who was that? Who am I thinking of? I don't even... Ed Harris and Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. I was thought she's she the one like, that was in Robin Hood. She was in Robin oh, Hood. I always thought as a kid she looked like Michael Jackson. I get that. Yep. I'm looking at her picture right now. She looks like Michael Jackson. Wow. That's funny. I think in the, my head that she and Gina Davis were the same person. Don't look mm. anything alike. For some reason in my head, I just made them the same person. Oh, yeah, she's in The Perfect Storm. That's another good movie. Oh, that's a movie I can't watch. I I honestly, I never finished it because I ran out of time when I was watching it. Uh, but I remember really liking it. it. Like, it's a little slow, but... It's sad. Oh, it's very sad, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway. Now we're just, like, going down a weird rabbit hole of movies, but... I know, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I we know. used to do. <laughs> that's okay. At least you didn't confuse Gina Davis with Gina Gershon. I don't even know who Gina Gershon is. Oh, Gina Gershon's a good actress, but if you look her up, she just kind of looks... Um, oh, she was in um, the doc, the uh, Sherlock Holmes movie. She was also... Wasn't she? Maybe I'm getting confused. I don't think she was in Sherlock Holmes. She's been in a lot of stuff, but it's she's kind of like a... A B, an A movie, an A um, B movie actress. Um, Was she in the Aliens movie? No. The newer one? Who am no. I thinking of? I don't know what you're thinking of. No, yeah, okay, no, I I'm getting her confused with somebody else. She's in Face Off. Uh, I, I I don't remember that movie on purpose. She's in Showgirls. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Gina Gershon is very pretty, but she's trashy pretty. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, I suppose. Yeah, she's always kind of played like a, like, she's a pretty woman, but she always plays like the trashy chick in films. But she's really, she okay. does well. I think she's gorgeous, but yeah. Um, and she's been in a lot of, a lot of movies, but she's never like, there's a movie I know she's very well known for, but I can't remember. I think it's, is it? Oh, Bound. Yeah. Hmm. Hello? Yeah. Um, oh, yes, I love you. I think one of us cut out for a second. Oh, can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. Well, there's a Blade Runner movie or TV show coming out next year. Oh, are you serious? Blade Runner Black Lotus. Oh my god, is it a cartoon? Uh, it's all I know, I guess, is the title. Because uh, I'm trying to figure out who... Animated uh, series. Uh, not oh, Japanese concerned. anime. Uh, Ridley Scott's connected to it, somehow. As a producer, that makes sense. It'll air on Adult Swim. Yeah, I'll never watch it. Neither will I. Um, what was that alien movie? Uh, Prometheus. You're thinking of Numi Rapace. Thank you. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, Numi Rapace, who I also... Yeah, she's in Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes, uh, I guess the... Gypsy. 
the yeah the gypsy i just rewatched those this year i liked her i liked her way better in um prometheus but yeah uh i didn't care for her in sherlock holmes for some reason like i just that character was just it seemed very unnecessary uh it was completely unnecessary because they've had the nerve to kill rachel mcadams character off in the first five minutes yeah, that was dumb. I still, I, I I like the Sherlock Holmes, I like the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes movies. They're I fun. find them unforgivable for killing her off. I mean, it's not Sherlock Holmes, but they're fun movies. Yeah, they're making a third one. <laughs> they are? Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'll go yeah, see it. Yeah, I think it. the script is done. Um, what do you cool. do after Moriarty, though? That's the problem. That's a good point. Uh... I'm trying to think like I used to I've listened to a lot of the Sherlock Holmes like I, we got it on Audible a long time ago or from oh, really? yeah and it's just a bunch of weird short stories and I I just I get them conf- you know I've seen so many like interpretations of it and then I've seen like uh, elementary and then Sherlock and Sherlock Holmes and you like, always recommended so uh, Sherlock to me with Benedict Cumberbottom but I have never watched it <laughs> That one's interesting. Like I like the I like that version of him. I suppose uh, he, it gets a little tiring. I'm not um, a big fan of modern interpretations. Have you seen um, Elementary, the the American one? No. Uh, is that with Black a uh, female Holmes? No, or no, no. Black uh, female uh, Watson. The, yeah, it's um. What's your face? Can't think of her name now. Oh, it's um, Lucy Liu is Watson, and the guy from Train Spotting. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Uh, I have never really seen, looked much into it, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, no, I've never watched it. And yeah, I've never I've it's, never seen it. It's very good. I was not expecting to like it. Uh, and I think we just watched it because it was so popular. We we're just like, we should just give this a shot. And it, it is such a good show. Um, Hasn't I, haven't people like identified Sherlock Holmes and Watson as being like a bisexual couple now? Um, I don't know that I've ever heard that. I, I mean, okay. I can see why people would say that, but Sherlock is, I would argue, asexual and just doesn't. Well, no, that's not true either, because he definitely is in love with um, what's her face? Um, Irene Adler. Yeah, like, but like, he's he's a strange character because she's basically the only person he's ever fallen in love with. Yeah. Um, but and then I mean, and then uh. Watson was definitely like he has a wife and he's definitely in love with her and very monogamous acting. Like, I don't know. I think that's just modernism forcing it when you. Yeah, say that's it. what I, I that's what I imagine. That's what I was going to go with. I, yeah, like, I don't think the like story like Sherlock Holmes is definitely into drugs and takes opium. But like, that's the only weird thing about it. I mean, well, he's a weird guy, but I, w- I wouldn't say that. Well, and is, the, is the spectrum analysis is that accurate um i would say he's extremely high functioning if he's on the spectrum but he's uh i would argue i was gonna say don't are people like identifying him now as like autistic or with asperger's i know the benedict cumberbatch version was but um that one kind of is and even the elementary one to a certain extent like he they play it off as if he has some sort of mental like just it almost seems like he just chooses not like to to not like if he has a mental disorder, it almost seems like it's self-inflicted. Like he just doesn't want to 
use mental capacity okay. in the way that like the average person expects him to. Okay. And so he's just like, I don't have time for this. I'm not going to think about that. And so he just thinks about what he wants to think about. And he definitely has an eidetic memory. And w- and the way it's actually described in the books and in most of the shows is that he has a thought palace or a mind palace or a mind attic is I think is another way for another thing it's been called where he like he mentally catalogs everything and and he has like this um, he he'll imagine like. Uh, a palace or an attic of sorts with different rooms. And so he'll store information in his mind palace. And so like, if he needs to recall something, he remembers like walk down the hallway. It's the third door on the left. It's on this bookshelf. And so he'll like the way he recalls information is he, he he imagines himself physically like picking up a book and reading that information, but it's all in his head. Okay. Uh, and like, and that's how they've always described, like, and that's why the books at least uh, have always described the, how he remembers things. But he just has an eidetic memory, is all. Really, is I, all really is. I'll say this much: the Guy Ritchie movies are the mm-hmm. first time ever. Yeah. And it threw me off to have Watson be thin and athletic because every yeah. media I've ever seen growing up had Watson be a big fat guy. Which it's I think partly that's just because he's uh, a cripple, like he, he has a bum leg. Um, whereas like the guy Richie, like he's carrying a cane, but it almost seems like it's more just like because he wants to look cool. Um, yeah, and, I mean I know that I've seen other interpretations of him, and he looks similar to the Jude Law version, mm-hmm. and uh, I know that he's a boxer and stuff like that, like he's a brawler. And, uh, Sherlock? Uh, no, Watson. Well, I mean, he was in the army, like, so yes. he knows how to fight. Yeah, for sure. But I remember all media as a kid, cartoons and anything ever, just showed him as like a fat guy. And well, so I mean, it really he, threw me off to see Jude Law play in him. Yeah. And I think that's just because like in the 80s and 90s, like he was just always cast as like a, a very average. I mean, he always is just kind of cast as a very average looking guy. And I think just the what the 2000s perspective of that is probably just a more athletic person um but yeah i mean in and he's definitely in the army and he was a doctor so he knows how to fight for sure and sherlock is that way too like he always um i think in like elementary they play it off as like he he really likes one or single stick or something like that which is like this weird fighting style where you have like just a stick in your hand uh and then yeah the guy richie one he definitely gets into boxing and and fighting to a degree um i'm not sure what i can't remember short like traditionally or historically what kind of fighting he gets into but like i mean sherlock holmes just does anything if it's going to help him like be better at what he does i guess and i think like just the physical activity like jogs the mind kind of or keeps you alert i think in actually in uh elementary he um he does uh chess boxing like in a couple of episodes oh, yeah so they'll like box for like a couple minutes and then they'll go play like they'll go play chess for a couple of minutes and the game ends when either you knock the other person out or you win at chess oh okay <laughs> and it's and he he tell he says why he likes to play it because it uh it forces you to like it confuses your body because like you know in one point you're fighting and your your mind is thinking a certain way about like fight or flight sort of thing but then when you go to play chess your your 
you're forcing your brain to like start thinking more critically and in a different, a completely different kind of way. And so like, he's trying to just exercise his mind to, to be able to like do that 180 of thought, like I at any you. moment. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Sherlock Holmes and uh, Watson have always been, from what I understand, like they've, they will, they'll do boxing, they'll do fighting. I, I don't know that Watson necessarily like wants to all, all the time, but like, I feel like Sherlock is always portrayed as just like, I'm bored. I'm going to go box or you go fight or do something. I mean, that's kind of why it does opium too. Yeah. I know. Like, uh, uh, I was looking up. I forgot. Like I, I really loved the sequel. Even, even like I said, I don't like that. They killed Rachel. Mavs. I love Jared Harris as more as Moriarty. He was a perfect Moriarty. Also, uh, Moriarty like even if the movies are kind of action schlock of Sherlock, which isn't the most accurate Moriarty mm-hmm. is, perfect and to be fair i don't know that they killed moriarty i mean because they both fell off the waterfall right they both fall off the waterfall and i know what is it they've always kind of said that it's possible sherlock lived but moriarty was confirmed dead like in the literature stuff like that um but yeah i don't know i mean the final sherlock story is the adaptation of that movie with further stories being like like intertwined with other stories and things like that or prequels Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I love Jared Harris a lot. Like I, I'm, I'm a big fan of his work and his performances. Like he was yeah. in Mad Men, he was in one yeah. of those new films. He's been in a lot of stuff and he's really great. So when yeah. I heard yeah. he was going to be Moriarty, I was ecstatic because this was mm-hmm. the height of Mad Men and, uh, he did a really good job and, They've never confirmed who played Moriarty in the first Sherlock movie, but mm. rumors have always stemmed that it was Matt Damon or not Matt Damon, uh, Brad Pitt. That's funny. And, I didn't yes. realize what did they like? What it, what was the extent of Moriarty in the first movie? I don't even remember that He's in the background of the entire movie. And he has two scenes and okay. just one scene where he speaks and he's in shadows and okay. I, need to I think that. it is Brad Pitt. The voice sounds like Brad Pitt, but okay. uh, when they read, when they broadcasted the sequ- uh, the movie for TV after Book of Sha- or uh, Game of Shadows, Jared Harris redubbed all the lines. Mm. Hmm. That's funny. Yeah, and uh, I thought he did an amazing job because yeah, he is very much like him and Sherlock only have like they have two scenes three uh, three scenes maybe in the movie uh mm-hmm. they only have one interaction and it's at the end but for the for the main part he is just the he's he's the palpatine of them he's in the yeah he's well we're seeing it all he doesn't get physically involved and stuff he keeps himself yeah. cool. he's always like uh that's why he's so dangerous is because he's never actually ever there Yes. And the only thing I did not like about Sherlock and I don't like this in anything and I've seen it in multiple things is uh conversing chess move games oh those are the worst i hate that yeah and they did it like <laughs> they did it for the ending of that where I, I i hate that i love chess but i hate it when you're just naming moves well, and it's just playing the, chess with your all they're doing with, is showing how smart they are it's just like yeah i get it you're smart yeah <laughs> I just hate it so much. I love chess. I can play chess all the time, but man, yeah, I hate that shit so much. I hate it when it's like they play an entire chess game. Um, yeah. With uh, just standing like in their mind. each other. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's so yeah. 
Uh, I didn't realize Guy Ritchie did uh, The Man from Uncle. Have you seen yeah. that? I've not seen it. I've always wanted to. It just it's never been high up on my list of things to watch. And then I had somebody recently like just say that they rented it for some reason. I never like, you know, it, I, I wanted to see that. Well, as Henry uh, Cavill, like being a spy, it's just like that sounds great. Yeah, I heard it's a good movie. I know um, I've seen a couple of it. I mean, you and I, we watched Snatch when we were kids. We were, I remember yeah. we rented that that uh i saw lock stock and two smoking barrels i about, forgot he was in snatch yeah or he did and, snatch yep and uh uh lock stock two smoking barrels is really good mm-hmm. um uh sherlock holmes movies i never saw his king arthur i heard that was a dumpster fire mm, yeah um, aladdin oh i think i saw his king arthur yeah it wasn't great yeah and i've seen uh i i i with air quotes saw uh aladdin and I heard Gentleman's really great, though. He did Aladdin? Yeah, he did the live-action Aladdin movie. Are we still talking Guy Ritchie? Yeah. I did not know that. So, uh, he did Gentleman uh, last year, but uh, he did Aladdin in 2019. Huh. Makes yep. me want to watch that a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> I've heard good I, things about it. I can't say it. I don't recommend it, but I'm going to say this much. I watched the first 20 minutes Got mm-hmm. nostalgia for the original, watched the animated movie, and then I watched the last 20 minutes of the Guy Ritchie live action, and I felt like I didn't miss anything. Yeah, well, and Don't like honestly, Will Smith I feel like that. yeah, that's the problem, but, like, I feel like that's really all people wanted, or, like, which is too bad, because I'd rather have, like, a new version of Aladdin, but if Disney's Disney doing movie, it... movie, it's, it's shot for shot with the original. Yeah, that's too bad. King Arthur... I feel like I saw – I feel like there's a couple King Arthur movies that came out in a row. Nope, I never saw this one because I heard it was crap. I uh, <laughs> I, I really – yeah, Aladdin got a lot of shit for, like, brown-facing extras well, and yeah. hiring a white actor to play a prince even though he's playing, like, an English prince. Uh, oh. Naomi Scott got shit on hardcore for playing Princess Jasmine even though – while she is British, she is Indian. Oh, yeah. Well, Stupid then Will people. Smith Everyone's got to get offended and start fight something, and it's so dumb. Renee yeah. Scott's a wonderful actress. She was great in Power Rangers, but she mm. and she's good as Jasmine. And but yeah, she people got mad because they heard oh, an English actors actress is playing Jasmine. Oh my God, she's she's Indian. Yeah, mother's Indian. Her mother was born in Uganda. Well, like, yeah, I mean, and I think isn't Aladdin's um, Persian, isn't it? It's unknown. Oh, okay. It's Middle East. Okay, well then, yeah. It's made I mean, up. I, it's I can, a made-up country where it's where it's it's set in. Okay. I feel like they usually placed it. The backgrounds I always feel like looked very Persian, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, like, it's. I mean, it's Agrabah, it's Middle East, it's it's yeah. never like an actual place, but I don't know. The movie has problems. Jafar's terrible in it. That's too bad. Yeah, and Jafar should be like, like pure evil. And oh, didn't they get like some like scrawny dude for it? Yeah, and that was the problem. Yeah, he wasn't like, intimidating. I mean, Jafar I'm not saying is... he did a bad performance. He did the best he could, but he wasn't intimidating. Yeah, like, Jafar is, like, kind of a scrawny guy, but, like, he needs to be intimidated. Like, he needs to be, like, menacing. Uh, I'm trying to remember. They gave uh, him a backstory that he used to be a slave. 
Oh, they gave him a backstory? Yeah, they gave him a backstory that he's a slave, and he felt like he was a slave under the Sultan his entire life, and that's why he wanted to rule. Okay. He's not evil for the sake of being evil. See, I I don't know. Like, I guess I, I enjoyed it better as, like, he's uh, – because I always just assumed he was a nobility and just wanted more power and just was power hungry, yep. Yep. which I, I guess I am fine with that. Um, it's a children's movie. Like we don't need to go too far. Hey, if you want to get upset, Hey, have you heard about the little mermaid live action movie coming out? I mean, it's a, is it a black actress? Uh, it's Haley Bailey. Um, which is fine. But the rest of the act, the, um, the rest of, uh, the cast is mm-hmm. just eye rolling. Uh, yes. Ariel is going to be played by an African American actress. Sure. Uh, Javier Bardem plays King Triton, her father. Javier Bardem. Oh, uh, that is, doesn't make any sense. Uh, Melissa McCarthy is Ursula. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I don't know. She's a decent no, actress. I, I, Maybe I, she can pull I, it I, off. I, I just had to hear her name and go, nah. <sighs> I'm like, sorry. Any t- I'm not- I'm not a fan of Melissa McCarthy no, whatsoever. I'm and not so either. It's one of those where it's like. I've tried to. I, 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 I did like her in Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. She, she was the star of Bridesmaids. What? I liked her in Bridesmaids. But right. She wasn't great. The star of it. No. And she was great in Bridesmaids. And like she almost she helped a lot in that movie. But anything else I've seen her in, I cannot stand. Oh, what was that movie? There's a movie where she's like a con artist, like a really bad one. And it's got Jason. So, uh, the guy from uh, Arrested Development. Is his name Jason? It's like the main guy from Arrested Development. I've never seen Jason Arrested. Bateman. Yeah, Jason Bateman. And like she's like she steals his identity, and so he can't get like a promotion or a car loan or something. I have no idea. Um, and so he has to like, for whatever reason, instead of calling like the FBI, he has to go f- track her down and then drag her to the bank to show that like to prove that she stole his identity, like. This plot makes zero sense. And then and so it. it's just like it's just supposed to be like a buddy travel movie where she's just like constantly trying to con him and he's constantly like handcuffing her to the car to like make sure she doesn't get away. It, oh, it, oh, identity thief. Yes. Hands down. Worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> and I've seen Trolls, too. <laughs> or uh, I'm trying to think. Um I hated her in Ghostbusters. I've I hated seen. Ghostbusters, but I hated her in Ghostbusters. And uh, I wanted to slip my wrists after watching the trailer for Happy Time Murders. Yeah, I'm surprised that that movie got made. The movie shouldn't have been made. <laughs> um, well, and because the, I mean, weren't the up the uh, whatever. Uh, the Jim Henson people like really mad about it. Didn't they? Yeah, sue because them? Jim Henson's son made it. Well, yeah. And didn't they sue them for like because of uh, it being too similar to Muppets? Yeah, something like that. I'm looking it up yeah. right now. Uh, Sesame Street sued them. OK, good. Sesame Street sued them uh, for using the trademark in the film with no involvement or including the tagline. Oh, it's because they said no Sesame All Street. And oh, uh I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't think the lawsuit went anywhere, but I know afterward they put on all their taglines and stuff from the studio that was sued by Sesame Street. Mm, that's just childish, 
Charles, yep, and Jim Henson's son made it. He doesn't have much involvement with the Henson family, mostly, because I know he's kind of a nut job. Yeah, I didn't even realize he had a son, I guess, until that movie came out. Oh, he's the chairman of the Henson Company. Never mind. My bad. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did like her in Gilmore Girls. Not that I liked Gilmore Girls all that much, but she, she was Gilmore one of the better. Girls? Yeah, that's where she got her start, really. She was Suki. Oh. Um, she was like the cook at the at the B and B that like, oh. they owned. Did she come back for the uh, the Netflix? No, she uh, did not. Yeah, so she, I think she kind of got more popular, or, like she was getting more gigs, and so she quit. And so she wasn't in like the last couple seasons of Gilmore Girls. Not that I would know. Uh, and yeah, I think she came back for like the last episode, and then for the that Netflix thing. I gotcha. I'm looking up right now. Um, I, oh gosh, well that would help if I'm looking up the right person. Um, God damn you, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa uh, McCarthy. Who's the? She's actually related to. I feel like a lot of people in comedy. She was in 153 episodes of Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Uh, okay. She, well, I mean, have you seen Gilmore Girls? An episode here and there. It wasn't a show. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I never thing, watched it. But I heard it's great. I mean, I know it's popular, and I know it's not like a teen, a girl show. It's actually a really well-known show. It just yeah. wasn't on my radar. I was watching. Uh, <laughs> I was watching Seventh Heaven instead. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I just never took you as a person who would watch that show. <laughs> I love Seventh Heaven. It was okay. <laughs> I, I watched oh, a lot of Seventh Heaven. I I watched enough of it to not watch anymore. I love Seventh Heaven, dude. There was a straight up episode where uh, <laughs> the kid uh, the kid's class had to talk about like World War Two, and this other kid in the class was kept touting around that his dad said the Holocaust wasn't real. And then they had all the teachers and parents come in and they brought in a Holocaust survivor to educate them all. That's awesome, dude. And it's funny because it just kept cutting to this dad who refused to believe it. And he just kept rolling his eyes the whole time. Yeah, dude, that's a a thing. Seventh Heaven was great. And then Jessica Biel was nude in a Maxim magazine and got fired. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about that show, too, is that the dad was in Star Trek, the motion picture, and the mom was in uh, Voyage Home, I believe. Yes, there's a lot of connections that with that. Um, I, oh, I didn't realize that. that. Yes. Um, and the mom was also the mom in Child's Play. I've never seen Child's Play, so that's fine. Bear with me one sec. Oh, man, I think we're hitting like two okay. hours. <laughs> no, sorry, I started getting fuzzy, so I had to hit the hold button for a sec. No, yeah, we should probably call this good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, good talking again. Yep. Thank you for our Christmas discussion topic. Well, we talked about white elephant gifts, but no, this is coming out like two weeks after Christmas. It so totally is. This is gonna, yeah, we'll be in 2021 by then. And yes, everyone, 2021 still sucks just as much as 2020. Yep, I can tell them there. Um, all right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Have a good night and ha- Merry Christmas and oh. Happy Holidays. Yep.